Well, we're doing it, and it's, it's not looking good. And the optimism is gone because last weekend I was optimistic, and look what happened. So welcome to the Die Hard Hoops podcast, and um, you know this episode should have come out a little bit sooner, but man, last week my family was hit with a nasty stomach bug, and I'll just leave the details at that. So Taylor and I did not hop on the show, but I did wanted to touch on the... <clears throat> Listen, there's there's some important things going on in the world today, uh, this week, on the other side of the world. And so it's important to be mindful of those situations. Um, it's also something to take your mind off of those things, um, if that's the, the right time. So um, prayers are are going for, man, I just can't, can't imagine being uh, part of a war right now. I just can't imagine being a, a dad or a family part of a family in, in a war-torn country. Um, it's just unbelievable what's going on, man. The world is crazy. Like, the world is, man, the world is messed up. Like, we got to get back to, like, loving people and caring for people. It's crazy. Um, so anyway, to take my mind off of that, at least for a little bit, is something that's <clears throat> something I enjoy, even though I'm not going to enjoy this conversation, which is with myself trying to figure out where Michigan State and Michigan go in the Big Ten, and do they even make the NCAA tournament from now on? Here I was thinking that Michigan State was, you know, going to finish the year as, you know, a top 25 level team, and believing that for the most part of the season, and now I don't even know if they're going to be in the top 68 and make the NCAA tournament. Having lost their last three, being 9-7 and in the conference, um, getting drubbed by... Iowa, which is a team that they definitely have the ability uh, to beat. They've lost, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six of their last nine. They've lost seven of their last 11 games. I mean, how, how do you want to put it? I mean, it, it's, it's bad. And then they're going to play Purdue tomorrow. They're probably going to get smoked by Purdue. Uh, and then they're going to be playing Michigan, which is going to be like – a do or die playoff game for both of them just to try to keep their head above water to see if they can make an NCAA tournament. Because I think that, you know, to even have a shot, you need 20 wins. Like just to scrape in, you need 20 wins. And so Michigan State is at 18. Um, Michigan is at, at 15. And I mean, they got some work to do. So, I mean, Michigan has been in a hole much, much longer than Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State's hole has been much more of a Big Ten. And this kind of last, I don't know, 60% of the Big Ten season uh, has been just ridiculous. Um, But you look at some of these games. They get drowned by Iowa. They lose to Illinois. Definitely should have beat Illinois. Lost by five. Lose to Penn State, lose by four, definitely should have beat that one. You go back up to their previous Illinois game, which Illinois was missing two preseason All-Americans. They lose by one. They lose to Northwestern by two. Um, I mean, there's a lot of games. I know know they've won some close games too, like that Loyola-Chicago win was was by two. UConn was by four. Um, So, I mean, this stuff happens, but... The fact that they've had so many close games that were losses, 
I mean, it, it's just like, man, if, if we were a little more 50-50 in some of those, maybe we're, we're singing a different tune. I mean, they, they scraped by against Maryland, and then they get blasted by 19 against Rutgers. Like, what the heck? What the heck is going on? I don't get it. I don't get it, you know? They, 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 they lose to a good Wisconsin team. I was like, all right, I can live with that. They come back. They have a nice win against Indiana. I... The game against Indiana, I thought that was the best that they've looked in a long time. And then they've been 0-3 since. Like, I just can't put a finger on this Michigan State team. Whenever I think I've, I've got a feel for who that next player to step up is, it seems like the wheels fall off somewhere else. You know, and I'm thinking, okay, Christie's going to come on. Or, you know, if Hall can step up and do some things. Or look what Bingham's doing. Or, you know, they're trying to figure out some things with Hauser. It's like one thing to the next and then by the time that thing gets figured out then we're back to Bingham or Hauser or being in the doghouse or whoever it's just like I don't it's just it's a carousel right and so I don't know you know where we're going with with this team but I know if they don't get to at least 20 wins there's no chance for for them to make it and I just can't put my finger exactly on you know, where we're at. But I mean, some of these guys have really, really struggled more than they should have. I mean, Gabe Brown is shooting under 40% from the field. A guy that big, that athletic shooting under 40%. I don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. Um, Max Christie shooting 37% from the field. I mean, this is for the season, guys. Like, I don't get, I don't get how you can shoot that poorly, you know, like Tyson Walker, 44% from the field for the season, undersized point guard. Yeah, that makes, that makes a little more sense. Right. Um, but some of these field goal shooting percentages are, are pretty crazy. Like another one you wouldn't quite expect, like Hauser at 43%, he's shooting 39% from three, thank goodness. So that effective field goal percentage is much higher. But I mean, it seemed like when he transferred, he was doing some stuff in the post as well, being able to take care of some mismatches there. And it was like, oh, this guy's a matchup problem, you know. But now it seems like he's a little more relegated to just being a perimeter shooter. Um, I mean, I just I just can't figure I can't figure some of these guys out, you know. And uh, the fact that a guy like uh, Christie is playing 30-plus minutes a game, leading the team in minutes, and giving you – you know, almost negative as far as offensive output is not good. It's not good. And as a as a freshman at this point in the season, you know, my college coach always said when it came to the end of the regular season, he said, you're not a freshman anymore. You're a sophomore now. And uh, I, I was always like, yeah, yeah, he's right. He's right. Like, I, I got enough games under my belt. Like, I've seen this before like we've played enough games I know what I'm supposed to do I don't need you know to wait until next year to really start to get the ball rolling and and that's how I feel about Christie I mean maybe the wheels are falling off a little bit because he's been asked to play so much defense to play so hard you know I, I get that um, but at the same time like you're also like this this is your job like your job in a sense like, I mean, you're you're a five-star, like, probably going to play in the NBA someday. Like, you know, you just expect more out of a player that's getting that much minutes for a Michigan State Spartan team. I mean, if you look at his stats, he scored one time in double figures the month of February. 
once, and that was when he had 10 points on 11 shots. I mean, so, I mean, he just, he hasn't really played well since, let me see, the Michigan game. He shot five for eight. That was the last time he had a good game. And what in the world? I'm on ESPN and some ads going off. Um, So as you're thinking about this, maybe I shouldn't be as hard on him, but Gabe Brown is another one who I just can't believe has struggled as much as he has. Um, It's just been kind of strange to see so little output. I thought he started the year out fairly well. Uh, And then you look at some of the growth or lack thereof that he's had, and it, it just leaves you looking for more. He's His wingspan, his size, his athletic ability, you'd hope that he'd be able to just rip it, get down to a mid-range, and even better, get all the way to the rack and be able to do some damage at the rim. And he's, you're really just saying, hey, he's probably just going to shoot a catch-and-shoot three, and if he makes it, dang, and if he misses it, cool. Um, so I don't know where they go from here. I don't, I don't have any more answers. I don't have any more answers. They play four regular season games, Purdue, Michigan, Ohio State, and Maryland. And you would think that at worst they would win the Michigan and Maryland game. That would put them at 20 and 11. And then from there, uh, you're saying, hey, maybe we can get one more win, you know, go one and one in the postseason in the Big Ten tournament. 21 wins, and hey, you know, we, we can get a we can get a bid. Um, but it's not looking good. It's not looking good. And I can't really remember a time where a Michigan State team has faltered like this the last, I don't know, what seems like third of the season or, or whatever it's been, you know, in this stretch of the Big Ten. It's just been kind of crazy from being in the hunt in the first place title hunt for probably 40% of the Big Ten season. So um, we'll see We'll see what happens here, but it's going to be a weird, weird march if there's not a Michigan State team and, and even a Michigan team in the NCAA tourney.